Welcome to episode number 10 of The Lord of the Storm, the podcast where I, your humble host, Dan, read through one chapter of the Bible at a time and then spend a couple of minutes talking about what I got out of it. And you can reflect on what the Lord is saying to you as well. So if you would, open your Bible to Matthew chapter 10 and we'll see what it is that the Lord has for us today because we expect to encounter him in his word. He is the word of life and we know that the Father still speaks to his children. Uh, In today's reading, we've got the 12 apostles going out in the power of the name of Jesus to do some pretty fantastic work. And we've got some challenging words, too, from Jesus for us to live by. So let's get ready to encounter the Lord as we read. Father, open our eyes that we may see you and our ears that we may hear you as we read your word today. Matthew 10. Jesus called his 12 disciples together and gave them authority over evil spirits to cast them out and to heal every disease and every sickness. The names of the 12 disciples are Simon, who is called Peter, and his brother Andrew, James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Philip, Bartholomew, Thomas, Matthew the tax collector, James the son of Alphaeus, Thaddeus, Simon the zealot, and Judas Iscariot, who would betray him. Jesus sent these twelve out and commanded them, saying, Don't go among the Gentiles, and don't enter into any city of the Samaritans. Rather, go to the lost sheep of Israel. As you go, preach, saying, The kingdom of heaven is near. Heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, and cast out demons. Freely you received, so freely give. Don't take any gold, silver, or brass in your money belts. Take no bag for your journey, or an extra coat or sandals or staff. For the laborer is worthy of his food. In whatever city or village you enter, find out who there is worthy and stay with them until you leave. As you enter their household, greet it. If the household is worthy, let your peace come on it. But if it isn't worthy, let your peace return to you. Whoever doesn't receive you or hear your words, shake the dust off your feet as you leave that house or city. Most certainly, I tell you, it will be more tolerable for the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. I send you out as sheep among wolves, so be wise as snakes and harmless as doves. But beware of men, for they will hand you over to the courts, and in their synagogues they will whip you. Yes, and you will be brought before governors and kings for my sake, as a witness to them and to the nations. But when they hand you over, don't worry about what you will say. For the words you are to speak will be given to you at that time. For it is not you who speaks, but the Spirit of your Father who speaks in you. Brother will hand over brother to their death, and the father his child. Children will rise up against parents and cause them to be put to death. You will be hated by all men for my name's sake, but he who endures to the end will be saved. But when they persecute you in this city, flee to the next. For most definitely, I tell you, you will not have gone through all the cities of Israel until the Son of Man has come. A disciple isn't above his teacher, or a servant above his master. It is enough for the disciple that he be like his teacher, and the servant like his master. If they have called the master of the house Beelzebub, how much more those of his household? So don't be afraid of them, for there is nothing that is hidden that will not be revealed, or secret that will not be known. But I tell you in the darkness... Speak in the light, and what you hear whispered in the ear, proclaim from the rooftops. Don't be afraid of those who kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul. Rather, have reverential fear of God, who is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Aren't two sparrows sold for a coin? 
but not one of them falls to the ground apart from your father's will. The very hairs of your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable than many sparrows. Everyone who confesses me before men, I will confess before my Father who is in heaven. But whoever denies me before men, I will also deny before my Father who is in heaven. Don't think that I have come to send peace on the earth. I didn't come to send peace, but a sword. As it says in Micah, For I came to set a man at odds against his father, and a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. A man's enemies will be those of his own household. He who loves his father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And he who loves son or daughter more than me isn't worthy of me. He who doesn't take his cross and follow after me isn't worthy of me. He who seeks his life will lose it. And he who loses his life for my sake will find it. He who receives you receives me. And he who receives me receives him who sent me. He who receives a prophet, as one who speaks for God, will be given the same reward as a prophet. He who receives a righteous man because of their righteousness will receive a righteous man's reward. Whoever gives one of these little ones just a cup of cold water to drink, most definitely I tell you, he will in no way lose his reward. Some challenging words for us there in Matthew 10. What did you think of that? When I, uh, when I first became a Christ follower, this was a difficult one to understand, and there are still parts of it that I fully don't get yet, but there are a couple of things that provoke some thoughts uh, in this reading today. Um, one, as the apostles went, sent by God, Jesus, they preached. I think that's our role, too. As we move about in our day-to-day lives, we need to speak. Um, and I confess, I am not great at this. You know, once in a while, I'll sneak in some God talk into a conversation, but it's an area that I need to improve on for how will people hear unless someone tells them of God's love. And as you know, uh, a little bit later in the chapter, he's talking about not worrying about what to say, because it's God who's going to be speaking through us, giving us the right words at the right time. And I think what we need to do is take that first step, just like when the Israelites crossed in over the Red Sea. The water was still there. They had to take that first step of faith to get out in the water before the sea parted. It wouldn't take much faith to walk through the waters if they were already parted and the path was dry, but we need to move before we see the miracle. We're told faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see, so we need to believe before we see. Same thing here. We have to open our mouth and initiate the conversation and just trust that the Lord is going to step in and give us the right words to say at the right time. And the thing to remember is we don't have to be pastors or theologians to have these conversations. I'm certainly not. I'm just a voiceover guy with a microphone. And the disciples that Jesus chose, no disrespect intended, but they were nobodies just like me. But yet God used them to help change the world. I mean, think about that. The message is still going out today, 2,000 years later, because Jesus told some fishermen and a few others to go out and spread the good news. It worked. So the message I'm getting is to start the conversation and let the Lord bring the results. Uh, I didn't even get into all the other stuff about how you must love God more than your father or mother and the divisions in families that will come sometimes as a result of following Christ. But I'll just say that it's only because that he's the only one who can keep everything in balance that we need to put him first. When we make someone or something else the object of our greatest affection, we will never be satisfied. We can love them to the fullest, but they are not greater than God, and they haven't done 
more for us than what Christ has done for us. They may love us, but they don't love us as much as God does. And we don't want to put them up on a pedestal or idolize them because they are humans. And at some point, they're probably going to fail us in some way. Maybe not even intentionally, but just because they're human. But when we have God as our first and greatest love, he puts all the other relationships in our lives in balance. He's the only one that can do it. So there's my thoughts after, uh, after going through this. I pray that the Lord is working in your life and speaking to you as we spend this time together. As you know, I am new to this podcasting bit, but from what I understand, it's at this point I'm supposed to tell you to hit that subscribe button so that you'll be informed when a new podcast comes out. And it'll make me feel special too. So there's that. So if you would go ahead and do that now, that would be great. Okay, now that we have got that taken care of, let's pray. God, thank you for always being there for us. Even when times are tough, you walk with us through the pain and give us the ability and the courage to stand. And we think about that, Lord. We want to make sure that we are doing everything we can to talk to those who we love and those around us about you. Give us the courage to start those conversations so that they can hear the good news. Lord, we know we don't have to have all the answers, just a willingness to be used by you and to spread the good news knowing that it's all about your ability and our availability. So help us to speak up, prompt us with the right words to say at the right time, and may others come to know you as their Lord and Savior. We thank you, Lord, and we do all of this out of grateful hearts for what you have done for us. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Okay, thank you so much for spending a few minutes with me. I can't wait to talk to you again as we hear what the Lord has to say to us the next time we meet. God bless. God bless.